Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We are so excited that you've joined us today for a special episode of the Gritty Girls podcast. Jeannie, what is three things that you're thankful for? Three things I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for my husband. I am thankful for my kids. And I am thankful for my mom. Nice. What about you? Yeah, I'm think I'm gonna lump them all together. I am thankful for my family. I am thankful for um, the fact that we have a warm home, and um, I am thankful for the church that my husband and I get to serve at. Yes. Today we're talking about gratitude. Um, it seems appropriate with a holiday, so we hope that you join us today on the Gritty Girls podcast as we dive into the nitty gritty of life, marriage, faith, family, and today gratitude. What's something that you um, first thought when you hear the word gratitude? Being thankful. Okay. That's what just popped in my head when I was thinking gratitude. Being thankful for what you have. Yeah. I. Um, it's interesting. I have this memory of my kids when they were little. They would always come home from school with something kind of like what we just talked about in the in the prequel of this episode where, you know, they had little turkey hands oh, yes. and they had something written on every finger that they were thankful for. I love to read those. Oh, yeah. I still have some of those crafts from those elementary school ages. They're just so precious. I actually saw a tip. This is a free one, people. <laughs> they said to take pictures of all of their kids' crafts, like on your phone, and then publish like those books from like websites where you can get photo books. So then you have a picture of all of them, but they don't store up tubs and tubs and tubs of them in your house. Oh, that is a great tip. Yeah, that was a freebie. It's a Black <laughs> Friday freebie right there. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but today we're talking about gratitude. And Jeannie, what are some of the first thoughts that you had as we were preparing for this episode? So the first couple thoughts that I had is, you know, aren't like gratitude and being thankful, are they the same thing? Are they different? Because they do seem very similar, hmm. kind of like faith and trust. Sure. You know, like gratitude and thankfulness. Okay. I could see that. I always have kind of thought that thankful was... um like, I'm really thankful that you did something where mm -hmm. gratitude was about um, like giving generosity of an abundance to somebody else for what they had said mm. or, or done. So that's just something that was kind of a small delineation for me, but maybe a difference between the two. Gotcha. Well, and I, I learned something when I was looking up definitions and looking up scriptures that dealt with you know, gratitude or Thanksgiving, giving thanks. And I found that in Greek, the, the word that is generally used is Eucharistia. And so I thought that was really interesting because, you know, in the church, there's the whole Eucharist, which mm -hmm. you think about communion and mm -hmm. things, but uh, the Eucharist word in English, not looking at it from a church standpoint, means the giving of thanks. And diving in, you know, even more into that, I was looking at just our English language and then looking at, again, scriptures in Greek. 
And it did show that there is a slight difference and it really shifted my mindset when I thought about it. So it says that in the original Greek text, gratitude, charis, and forgive me if I'm mispronouncing all these, that's extended as grace or thankfulness, extending favor or goodwill, while Eucharistio means giving thanks. So it's like gratitude extends goodwill towards the giver, but then thankfulness acknowledges the goodness that you have received. Hmm. So biblical gratitude then acknowledges the gift and that God is the giver. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. I, it just totally changed my mindset because it takes it from, I'm thankful for what I have, mm-hmm. but then I'm also giving the honor where honor is due and saying, God, you are the one who has given this to me. And that's biblical wow. gratitude. That's that's something to chew on right there. Um, it's really interesting to me as you're studying, even if you take faith out of this, like um, psychology resources will tell you that people who choose to have gratitude, and it's actually a super important predictor of their well-being and the desired outcomes of their life. So people who are full of um, thankfulness mm-hmm. and gratitude for what they have been given or for who is around them actually are proven to live longer and have a better quality of life than those who um, do not. Oh, yeah, because it completely, totally rewires your brain and in how it functions, you're seeing the things that you have versus the things that you don't. Mm-hmm. And so taking it from the scriptural perspective, I feel like it shifts our mindset from being one that's just focused on our circumstances or focused on the temporal, like sure. what's happening now and then focuses eternally. While we were um, researching all of this, I actually came across this graphic from um, Positive Psychology and it was really interesting. They called it the iceberg of gratitude. Ooh. Yeah, and they said that um, the iceberg, and all of us know an iceberg, you know, we've seen that you only see about 5% of the iceberg mm-hmm. above the water mm-hmm. and 95% of that lives below. And interesting what they say is life circumstances, profound events and experiences, that would be what we see above ground. So whether it's in our employment, our education, our health, our upbringing, we find um, gratitude in those. But actually 95% of a spirit of gratitude comes from the simple everyday pleasures that are often Mm. unnoticed that we choose not to acknowledge. And so really cultivating a heart of gratitude is more about noticing the small things than it is having the big things in your life circumstances. Oh, I absolutely just love that. Mm-hmm. Because how many times when you go through life where you realize it's the little things that matter? Sure. It's the same principle, same concept there. I think um, you, we are talking about giving gratitude to God. And, and it's very interesting to me to um, sometimes sit with groups of, of people and, and be in a worship scenario and just begin to say to them, you know, just in your prayer right now, just start to thank God for what you have. And and it seems like it's it's a little stunted to get going for a lot of people, but then they start, It's it just starts to tumble. And I think that that's true even in, in life. When you are thankful for the little things, 
and you notice those, you start to notice reasons all around you to be thankful and to be grateful for the life that you have, um, even if it's a tough one. Mm-hmm. One thing I was talking to my husband um, just about gratitude, and he's a licensed professional counselor. And something that he's come across when in his studies and readings is that he has discovered um, what he's read that you're having your you know, space in your mind. And so you can't have space for gratitude, which, you know, obviously is a positive emotion, positive thought, and you can't have space for a negative one. So let's say you're worried, you're anxious, um, things like that. But if you shift it to gratitude, it almost displaces Mm -hmm. those negative ones. And it's not that those negative ones totally go completely away, but it's just that now you're focused more on the gratitude. Sure. So what are some practical ways that we can foster gratitude in our own lives, but also in our um, home, in our job? What are some things that come to mind for you? To me, um, just reading the Bible. And the, and the reason I say that is because since gratitude, you know, everything we have comes from God. He's the giver. The more that we know God, I think the more that we become thankful. And even more so, the more we know, okay. the even more we can become th- thankful. Sure. So it's, again, that principle of when you notice the small things, yes, the underside of the iceberg, you actually begin to notice the, the bigger things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that gratitude also can um, kind of take off the shackles of um, toxic emotions, right? Yes. So if you live in a space where, um, you know, you're in rough relationships or you're in rough spots and you begin to say, wait a second, um, maybe this is a, a rough place, but I'm so thankful that I have a warm house to sleep in mm-hmm. tonight, right? Um, or if you are sitting at your table and maybe you don't have money this holiday and all that you could afford was like a turkey Lunchable and I'm not making light of that, right? Thank you, God, that you provided sustenance yes. for me to eat today, even if it wasn't what I wanted or, or what I planned for. I can see that that... Um, allows you to see what's actually good around you and kind of unshackles you from the poor is me or Mm -hmm. the self-doubt or the um, what's wrong with me mentalities that come in there. Um, And I think that um, sharing that becomes uh, contagious. When you're a a person filled with gratitude, the people around you begin to be people who are filled with gratitude as well. Oh, yes. You're a person that everybody wants to be around. Nobody wants to be around a negative Nancy all the time. That's true. You know, because that just, um, positive, you know, being positive and just having that type of an outlook that the glass is half full instead of half empty, those people you want to be around and you want to hang around them. And I tell you one thinking about gratitude, something that, um, popped in my head is I read a book a couple years ago and Voskamp has a book called a thousand gifts. Uh Uh-huh. And she challenged herself. I can't remember how many things, you know, to write down how many things she was thankful for per day until she got to a thousand. And, you know, we just, we talked about what are three things we're thankful for at the beginning of this podcast. But I mean, like, let's imagine that you're writing down 
you know, let's say five things per day till you get to a thousand things that you're thankful for. Mm -hmm. And you really start having to dig deeper Mm -hmm. to see what are those things that you are grateful for. And in Ann Voskamp, one of the things that she said she was grateful for is she was washing dishes and she chose instead of looking at all of the dirty pots and pans that were everywhere, she was looking at the colors of the bubbles from Mm. the soap. (laughs) That's awesome. And so she was focusing more on like, look how beautiful, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the kaleidoscope of colors are on this bubble. Sure. And, um, I was like, wow, totally transforms the way that you think. Early in my um, motherhood years, we had three kids under three and um, laundry, obviously, was oh, yes. a lot, right? And that, that was when I, I don't even remember who shared it with me, but I picked up the practice of instead of begrudgingly folding laundry, I could wash it and do it all day, but it's that folding and sorting and putting, getting to everybody's drawers, right? That took the long time. Um I began praying for my children while I folded their laundry and just that simple act of understanding that I was I was so thankful that I had children mm-hmm. who could be healthy enough to have dirty clothes that I could clean really began to shift my focus on on um this, just the perception of work that could be like not very gratifying. Um, you said something about journaling and I, I found this um, thing online where somebody said, you know, if you want to start a practice, start a practice called um, glad in your journal every day. So every day you want to write something um, that uh, for gratitude, something that you learned, something you accomplished and something that gave you delight. Oh, and I was like, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we there are words that are not commonly used in culture now, but um, yeah, delight. I can't remember the last yeah. time I've heard that besides hearing like Turkish delight or something. <laughs> <laughs> Lying the weights in the wardrobe. Here we go. Actually, um, so what's what's funny about that delight? That's actually a customer service word. Um, a lot of times they'll say for you when you're working with clients to. Uh, do small things that catch them by surprise and delight. Oh. And and I actually think that God works that way, that sometimes he catches us with surprise and delight at the gifts that he's given us. So, Oh, yes, for sure. It's, oh, my goodness. Yeah, something else that they said is to um, engage in mental subtraction. What does that mean, yeah. mental subtraction? Mm-hmm. So it's when you imagine what your life would be like if certain positive events hadn't occurred. So the strategy is to make you more aware of grateful. So like, here's an example in my personal (laughs) life. If I had made the summer camp team for singing that I wanted to, that I actually had to leave and go home because I'd injured my knee, I would not have been in the place to take the job that I took where I met the person who introduced me to my husband. Oh. And so it's starting to look at if, okay, so if this hadn't happened, I would have missed this opportunity. And if I'd missed that opportunity, my life wouldn't be what it is today. Okay. Wow. That would be an interesting exercise to go through and just to see, because I'm just, I think of, you know, God works all things for good for those Mm -hmm. who love him, who are called according to his purpose. And so just those unanswered prayers Mm -hmm. that sometimes we pray, and I want to even call them unanswered prayers, like where he has said no, and you're just like, well, I don't know why, but I'm going to keep going. It makes you wonder where would you have ended up, right? you know? Right. But for the grace of God, I could be 
somewhere yeah. that I didn't want to be. Yeah, I there's a big saying, you know, it's all over Pinterest and I'm sure people put on t-shirts and wall signs and you see it on on Instagram a lot where it just says I remember when I prayed for the things that I now have. Mm. And just even pondering in that, sometimes we get so distracted in life that we don't take the pause to sit there and say, "My goodness, I I prayed for these things to happen mm-hmm. at one point in my life and now they're here, right? Um, and I think that's where journaling, even back to mm-hmm. Anne's thing of a thousand things, when you start to journal and say, I acknowledge today these things were beautiful gifts in my life or these things were um, precious survival things that got me through today, you can really begin to see the goodness of God that's absolutely um, weaved through all the seasons of your life. Oh my goodness. He loves to give us good gifts, doesn't he? He does love to give us good gifts. And I would say that Jeannie Sisney, you're one of my good (laughs) gifts. No, seriously. (laughs) Um, And I am so thankful that God sought Mm -hmm. to bring you into my life as a friend and as someone who sharpens me with iron. And um, friends, when you gather around with whoever you gather around today, whether you're by yourself or whether you are surrounded by so much family, we um, we just want you to know that we're praying today that you are filled with gratitude attitude, not just for the things that God has given you, but for the fact that he loves you and he cares about you and he sees you um, and your life is valuable to him. So um, remember to take time with the questions that we have to think about what stood out to you, what you need to do about it and who you want to share it with. And we hope that you have the best Thanksgiving maybe that you've ever had in your life and that you continue to foster an attitude of gratitude. Thanks for joining us today and we'll talk to you again soon.